I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I've been in this game for years. It made me an animal. It's rules to the shit. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track, not your wig pushed back. Rule number uno, never let no one know how much dough you hold, because you know the cheddar breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up, get your ass stuck up. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Got them 10 crack commandments. Oh, Saturday morning feedback time yes it is but you knew that already guys um it's every saturday we do feedback uh had some interesting shows this week we had uh amber p on we had uh my man chico bean on mm-hmm. we had uh taste like fried chicken crew on mm-hmm. um yeah. am i forgetting anybody Chonilla, did we? we had chonilla.com on Good i was about to say, I think it was like yeah we had chonilla on too. look at all these people we had on this week so much stuff to talk about um of course the best way to catch up on what's going on with the show, you go to the blackouttips.com. While you're there, leave a comment, vote in the poll, uh, donate, become a premium subscriber, whatever it is you want to do, man. We appreciate the people to take the time out to help us out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we recognize that in this economy, things are slowly changing around, but now you have affordable health care. So you can save some money in your insurance and you uh-uh. can start donating to the show and all that good stuff. Um, all the contact information is in the about section. Uh, while you're at the site, there's a bunch of stuff on the side you should check out, like uh, donating your account on social media like Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do things like um, uh, we have a store uh, where you can buy items. We have um, stuff where you can, like, I don't know, join our Facebook page. Just just check it out. Just click on stuff. Yes. Uh, the About section has all the contact info, and then that right there you can find the email. You can find the phone number so you can, like, leave a voicemail throughout the week uh stuff like that uh if you leave us a five star review on itunes we this is the place where it gets read every week if you leave us less than five stars we don't read it it's a very simple policy there um, clear it is. if you want to make sure that it's heard by the audience and by you know whoever uh that's how you get it done mm-hmm. um you can also do stuff like uh, uh i don't know uh i don't know official weapon of the show is <laughs> that takes an artificial sport is bullet ball put it like this anywhere you want to reach us just go to the site yeah a bullet ball extreme um and uh let's talk about the people who gave us money because those people um make the world go round. yes they do our world yep people that donated this week jessica kang of the librarians, librarians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and official vegetarian of the show mm-hmm. uh we shout also- out to you for being back at work honey Mm-hmm. Yep. The government shutdown did not did not get rid of you. Uh my man Daz donated today with the one time donation. Thank you so much, Daz. We appreciate you, bro. Mm-hmm. Terry W hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you, Terry. Um uh, we also got a recurring donation from Eric M. Thank you so much, Eric. Thank um, you, sweetie. And I, I see that he he's a Bronco man. Bronco pride, dog. Yes, attitude check, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh Damian Jackson. <laughs> I am for real. He donated to the show. Thank you so much, Damon Jackson, with that recurring donation. The playmaker, Michael Irvin, playmaker, hit us with the recurring donation. And I'm glad he could take a couple dollars away from the pinstripe suits. Ah! They normally rocks on, yeah. uh, NFL, on the NFL channel. Me too. Greg G hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you so much, Greg. We appreciate you, bruh. Uh, Jason H, recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Span, recurring donation. 
Yes, glad to see you back, Mr. Span. And mm-hmm. you know what? Recurring podcast at this point. Yes, and the thing, Mr. Span, I love you, and I want to get your feedback, but I'm so scared. The second I send you feedback, you're going to be like, fuck it, I'm not doing no more shows. So I'm also kind of scared of giving you feedback. <laughs> Yeah, but thank you so much, man. We appreciate um, all you people that, uh, you know, gave us uh, donations this week, man. Yes. You know, couldn't do it without you. Definitely um, uh, helping us uh, continue to push the push the podcast forward, man. Um, let me see what else we got. We also got some, um, let me see. We also got emails, voicemails, five-star reviews, and comments on the site. What do you want to do first, Karen? You know what? Let's do the five-star reviews, and then I would like to do comments on the site. All right. To leave us a five-star review, well, to make sure your review gets read. Yes. You leave us five stars. That's right. Then you, you leave it on uh, iTunes or whatever, and we go check it out, and we read them on the air. It's that simple. It doesn't is. matter if you hate the show, if you love the show. Give us five stars. Tell us how you fucking, like, tell us that we discussed you and... We're the filthiest show in the world and we curse too much and we'll be fine with that. We will. Uh, tell us, uh, we're the best show ever, but you give us one star. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. I, I it's could that care simple, less. Guys. It's that simple. I am biased. Dim Thrones and so much more by Software Goddess. Rod and Karen got me hooked on Dim Thrones and I stayed to listen to all the shows since. I love the show. Dim Thrones was the funniest things I had ever heard keep up the good work guys i'm adding to this review because i've been listening faithfully for weeks now as a result i'm going to change my last name to o'leary grab my husband's samurai sword go down to old florida and cut through the red tape at the polls it would be (laughs) it would shock the black people down there to be able to vote in about 10 minutes i would get on your show with the triple threat uh f with black people sore ratchetness and food the chat room guessing the race oh lord <laughs> karen is always saying what i'm thinking rod is always cracking me up and the only thing i disagree with is using the n-word because i stopped using it after richard Pryor came back from africa and discovered he could still be hilarious without using it the main thing i agree about with is masculism let me know where to volunteer for the cause because wait for it wait can't wait for them thrones again but i'll be listening until then anyway well, thank you so much, thank uh, you. Software Goddess. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, our views on the N-word are very controversial, but it is. I can't stop saying it, man. I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you judge me for my addiction? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know what I realized in life? And maybe this is just me. Sometimes when you say the word nigga, the word by itself could have so many different meanings. Mm-hmm. Cause you could be like, nigga, which is yay. Yeah. Or you could be like, Nigga, which is like you didn't do too good, but all you said was one word, and emoted it a certain way, and right. you get multiple meanings. I'm a victim of my conditioning, man. Okay, my even my conditioning has been conditioned, and uh, <laughs> I'm never gonna stop saying the n word. I'm gonna be like a hundred year old man on my deathbed, like, listen, nigga, I leave to you in my will. <laughs> yes, can't help it, man. I love that word. Mm, so good, it is. Um. Plus, also, like, my new thing is, uh, I like when white people say stuff like, I don't think anyone should use that word. Cause, like, oh, really? Uh, the white person wants to dictate what can and cannot be done? Why don't we just keep it, uh, you know, cause you can't say it? Fuck you. Ain't that the truth. Say it and be judged. That's what I do. All the time. One of the best podcasts out there from J935 stars, obviously, while I'm reading it. The husband and wife team make me laugh. The husband and wife team makes me laugh and think about things five days a week. And it want, and I want to thank you for that. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Appreciate you, Jay. 
um for listening five days a week mm-hmm. makes my day every day says mature young lady i can't say how much i love this show i listen to it daily at work i got a reprimand for laughing too loud i like that an array of topics are covered i got i get a good laugh and learn something big shout out to Ryder karen keep up the spectacular job we will mature young lady yeah and mature young lady i'm gonna tell you right now i have become a master of what i call cubicle laughter mm-hmm and everybody hadn't got that yet, you know, where you laugh, but you kind of have to be aware that you are at work. And that's very hard to master. And so it's like, it's like my mouth goes open and I, my mouth looks like I'm laughing, but nothing comes out. And I just confuse people because people are like, why is her mouth wide open, but nothing's coming out? I can't help myself. Now, every now and then I will bust out laughing, but I try not to do it too loud because, yeah, you get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the, trying to, to stifle my cubicle laughs. You know, and they, it and it's fun. like joy in the office is just some type of like poison or something. Cause I know. It's like they find out somebody's having a good time. time. It's like they gotta know why. And what you doing. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing having a good time in here? You know, you're supposed to be miserable like us. It's like, I'm just <laughs> yeah, listening yeah. to a podcast trying to escape this motherfucking prison mentally for a couple ch- hours a day. Yes. Is that okay? No, no, it's not, boy. Back to work. Pick that cotton. <laughs> Pick that cotton, nigga. Sorry, uh, the people that was mad about us saying the n-word um <laughs> we have that's to be how you feel we have to be the worst show to criticize because it's pretty much <laughs> like if you say that shit it is going to happen ad nauseum that, yeah, that fucking yeah, day yes like i don't even know if people get it anymore but just no don't it's like i hate your laugh <laughs> nigga. oh i'm laughing i'm laughing so hard no but laugh all damn day yeah <laughs> Like, Richard Pryor didn't have to say nigga. Well, that nigga should have kept saying nigga. He started me on it. Yes, because that nigga is a nigga. Yeah, that's like uh, Katy Perry talking about some, uh, you know, I don't understand why all these pop stars got to get naked. You started it, motherfucker. It was you. <laughs> you okay? I learned it from you, Richard Pryor. Yes, you. Now I, you I tell you what. so damn good at it, nigga. I tell you what. When I get back from Africa, I will stop saying nigga. I'm not. There you go. There you go, Richard Pryor. So y'all need to like donate me a trip to africa and uh when i come back we'll we'll work on that i am a huge mongo fan of your show lol five stars by no home o and it's home h-o-m-e dash o so is this like a guy named o who has no home or like apparently so hope he ain't living in the shoebox or nothing baby find you a home you guys are my favorite people i wish you were my parents Oh, oh no, no, no! You don't want you don't you believe you me? Yeah, I, you don't want us as parents. That, I trust me. That wouldn't be my wish. Is <laughs> like I'm. Yeah, I wouldn't want any. I don't want any kids on purpose. Will you adopt me and give me a place to stay? Laughing my butt off, rolling on the floor. But and the answer is no. In case you are serious at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but seriously, I am currently without a home, and I, he really is no home. Oh, wow, oh, Lord. Wow. I was joking. But seriously, I'm currently without a home and I live in a fort made of my uncle's old Skechers shape up shoe boxes. If you guys can help me out by adopting me, that would be great. Sad face. But on a lighter note, I just won $5,003 in a high stakes slap box match with a nice young man named Yukon Cornelius. Hopefully this that small. Sound, that definitely sounds like a nigga. You think Yukon Cornelius is Sounds like one of Howard's stories. Hopefully this small fortune will help me finally shape up and get a new apartment for me and the three pet beagles. Their names are Dingus McCready, 
drongolius mercia wait mercitico okay and kenneth i love them like children and they love the show too they always howl at your jokes and love dog bones too i should mention that they are stuffed dogs that died years ago just kidding ha 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 anyways keep it up guys thanks ron and kathy well thank you no homo uh for the most nonsensical uh reviewed i've read in a while well, i appreciate it um uh, need people to mix it up just like you um all right so yeah we have uh some comments on the episodes i guess we should get to those episode 574 was our feedback episode from last week um and it was called testicles um it was all about chill giving advice for um sterling to put ice on his balls and have his wife do that mm-hmm. uh there were no comments no comments on the poll but the poll was should the redskins change their team name and 79 and a half percent of people said yeah they should change their team name and of course that means 20 20 and a half percent of people said nah like they they should keep it the same so uh our audience only 20 percent racist no, it's, it's lowering very low must be doing must be doing good i guess so i feel like we did that poll a year or two ago would have been 50 50 i guess will you go see 12 years of slave was the poll for episode 575 slavey where we talked to amber p not me yes can't wait maybe nah it's too slavey for me 33 percent of people said they can't wait to go see 12 years of slave 31 percent of people said maybe they will see it and 36 percent of people said nah looks too slavey for my taste i'm in that group uh let's look at the comments uh anime sparkster says i'm still not over fruitvale station i barely got through it without losing all sanity now i'm supposed to go watch an extra realistic slave movie as much as i want to pass i think i need to see it probably wait till it comes out on blu-ray dvd though too many racist wounds have been made this year and have not been healed so all right tony a says the trailer had the slave run i'm out yeah i hear you <laughs> yes like, as like soon a- as i saw a white man chasing a black dude throwing him on the ground and hitting him with a whip i was like why would i see this i think that's true like i do not need the mental Mm-mm. anguish that comes with this shit no, only only white man i like to see run is uh tom cruise tom cruise and that's because he's running to action right he's not running after a slave no. oh he's running away from action i would feel totally different about tom cruise's impossible white man run if he was chasing chill at a teal for like down the street yes i'll feel completely different yeah, about that me too uh daz writes for episode um 576 what's for dinner um clove hit the nail on the head drake is not aggressive drake is soft yes we all know that but i could never really put my finger on it when he dropped started from the bottom i thought this might be an album i wanted to buy but then when that nigga dropped just hold on this nigga sound like a, a house cat in heat when he sings that yeah. marvin's room shit has always been the the track that signaled that he may never be an artist that i could be into but i just keep hope for some reason that the nigga can make an album that i might actually want to enjoy uh i might actually want to buy well good luck holding on to that hope i'm i'm off of that anthony says in podcast 576 you mentioned how you see the work other podcasters do i have to take a moment to tell you and i oh and i have to take a moment to tell you i see the work you both do on this podcast I listen to many other podcasts, and I have to tell you, I am spoiled by the Black Guy with Tips. I've listened for probably a little over six months now, and at first, I didn't appreciate the quality of the show. But I've expanded my podcast, and these folks out here just not up to the same level of quality. Keep up the good work. Well, I will say this for 
podcast stuff like we weren't always uh the best quality show because you have to like invest in equipment it takes time honestly great um we've always done the best with the stuff that we did have like you know um editing different sounds and like you know compressing our vocals normalizing shit yeah, like we, we all used to we used to share one mic shit we mm-hmm. just said one mic with me you justin and will right we had just one snowball mic that we would like change and you know you have to you know look up the settings and how to record and try different things mm-hmm. and listen to it you know like one of the things i used to do was like i would record something as a test and then like compress the file and try to do it a different way and then you know burn it to mp3 put it on my ipod and listen to that and then i'd be like okay it still sounds like it's got an echo cool. or something mm-hmm. you know just there's just a ton of stuff and honestly there's not a lot of good guides to the technical aspects of it's it it's not um and you end up having to learn a lot on the fly and yes, you can you tell which people are dedicated to their craft and they want to be better and which people are kind of like this is good enough yep um you know but at, at the same time not every podcast is about the same thing so no, some people not. might feel like hey this is just a little hobby i record a phone call between me and my friends if there's some static if there's an echo if we get cut off whatever if my you know if my mic is uh a hundred dollar mic and their mic is a two dollar mic whatever you know you just yeah. get used to dealing with it um and it's kind of difficult to do when you have so many people involved sometimes mm-hmm. um and then also like um a lot of times like people have just different circumstances like um if you're doing a podcast and you have like a great internet connection and another person has a bad Maybe, one or yeah. you know maybe they can't afford to upgrade to the premium internet package or whatever mm-hmm. so you know maybe their skype gets cut off maybe when they turn on their camera it fucks up like you just never know um and there's just seems like there's always something that you got to be dealing with um uh, but we uh i'm glad that you guys do appreciate the quality of the show mm-hmm. and i think it shows by the people who listen to like the premium stuff the people mm-hmm. who spread the word interact with us um and we hope that we can continue to um improve even more man like it's always dope when we could be like oh we got this new piece of equipment let's see how this changes the sound yep. uh for the better you know yep because that's that's what we constantly do constantly look looking for stuff to show you guys that uh when you give we we do do things uh to make the sound quality and just the experience better for you yeah. as a listener well thank you anthony thank the you. poll for the show was should walmart have fired the guy for helping that woman yes or no yes got four percent of the vote 96 percent of the people said no this was a guy who helped a woman in a parking lot that was being like um assaulted i don't know if it was a sexual assault or anything like that but she was being physically assaulted assaulted. for sure Mm -hmm. and he was on his lunch break um at 4 a.m or whatever went saved this woman and uh the the walmart fired him because they were like nope you're just supposed to tell your manager and walk away um so yeah most people say no he shouldn't have got fired walmart admits they made a mistake because they tried to hire him back but he won't take his job back no fuck you why would i Erica says, this is a stupid policy, but not one that I have not heard of before. I work for Best Buy and they told us if, if when chased a thief, oh, if you chase a thief out of the store, we will be fired. Yeah. I've, I've, I did the same thing at Media Play. They told me the same thing, which is funny because they give you this big ass, like, and if you see someone stealing, then you need to do this and then just stuff them at the door and say, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, if they step outside the door, you are fired for running after them. I'm like, well, it's not like I was running after them niggas anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's different. I think it's a little different circumstance when you see like a person attacking 
somebody, somebody. you know that's it's like, completely different than them than them taking yeah. some shit they got some insurance on it that they gonna get their money back on right um all right we also had uh episode 577 sucker mcs we talked to chico bean of mt's wild and out and upcoming guy court um the poll was do you, people want athletes to be ignorant because i think people have talk a good game but then you know we talked about this uh football team that college football team that went to a play and they were yelling gay slurs and stuff at the the audience and mm-hmm. that kind of got into a bigger conversation about how people kind of like that football people and athletes are like neanderthals and they like to have that advantage over people and they kind of enable them to be short-sighted and narrow-minded mm-hmm. a lot of times instead of like opening up their horizons um so the poll was yeah do you do people want athletes to be ignorant uh 86% of people say yeah mm-hmm. that people do actively want them to be ignorant and of then course. 14% say of course no you know which i understand i i mean i don't personally want them to be so i'm i'm maybe that's how people are looking at it too and of course the last episode of the week was feminism episode 578 uh where we talked to chill and owen from tastes like fire chicken podcast and um it was a fun time uh, a lot of people been commenting <laughs> on twitter <laughs> and all this stuff uh, about it uh dad says when it comes to podcasting rod and karen make shit look easy here you have four articulate intelligent podcasters engaging in a debate about a subject that all four are knowledgeable knowledgeable and passionate about now a lot of podcasts with several speakers can get a little hairy sometimes because people had a tendency to talk over one another i think it's just natural but good hosts know how to rein their guests when people have a tendency to go on too long on a subject or when asserting that uh that they the hosts are being talked over or that their questions are not being acknowledged they know how to address it without losing their tempers and being disrespectful to their guests but being that they are our friends they know how to walk away from a heated debate and still be cool not enough people know how to do that me included and I get that chill has a disconnect from the term feminist. The movement is a response to typically white men holding more power than women. There has been mistakes made in trying to correct the imbalance, but why throw the baby out with the bathwater? There have been mistakes made along the path for fights for civil rights, but there always will be in any movement. There are humans that, that humans are involved in. Uh, people will fuck up and will disappoint you, but feminism is still needed by any name. So cool dads yeah I, I think um a lot of it was just about the title and the label of feminism for mm-hmm. chill she just yeah. hates that so um the poll is is chill a feminist yes or no 73 percent of people say yes, yes chill is a feminist 27 percent of people say no nick jew says ha ha ha, ha, ha greatness <laughs> <laughs> Joan allen says one of my favorite episodes y'all need to get chill and on back on soon and run it back again games or not that was some great podcasting um <laughs> it's always funny it's like i'm because i did the show i'm like man we didn't get to talk about anything I'm, i have like five pages of shit i was supposed to do i don't know how people are gonna like this episode it's either gonna be their worst or their favorite yeah, and you get people like i love this shit argue more with your friends <laughs> <laughs> they gonna take it, take, take it like a game. Right, but uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all for listening um, and stuff. Let's uh, listen to some voicemails. I turn to listen to you. So, uh, the voicemail number is seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Call it throughout the week. Don't call it now, but call it throughout the week, and uh, we'll <laughs> uh, we'll listen. We'll listen to your voicemails. Here's the first one. What up, Rodney Terrence? This is a uh, Kid One Apple Two on Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna call it. Uh, 
just got done listening to Amber P. Climbing for days. Uh, I was thinking number one cat name she should name her cat is uh, Cat Williams. That should definitely be number one cat name. <laughs> um, oh. some called uh, uh, Hey Cat. Uh, I used to have a cat and uh, it's going crazy, man. Uh, one one day it was just freaking out and I, I took a giant super soaker and I was blasting it and it kept trying to attack us. <gasps> and some cat like sl- slammed the door on the cat's face and it kept trying to attack us. And yeah, that's why I don't fuck with cats. We had two cats. One cat was a homie. The other cat was crazy. The homie cat even went with them and started going crazy. So that's why I don't fuck with cats. But if I were to get a cat, it'd be Cat Williams. Um, what else we gonna say? Uh, what's wrong? Uh, everybody, I hope you had a good uh, holla 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 happy Halloween. What's <laughs> um, gonna call it? Uh, over at my work, they were like, uh, uh, I was cracking up at your racism. Uh, talking about black people Halloween, of course. And uh, I was talking about work because uh, they're, uh, they're doing a Men in Black theme and uh, I'm one of like, the only black people at work. And they're like, who's going to be Will Smith? And I'm like, oh, I see how it is, guys. I see how it is. <laughs> just cracking up at that. Um, by the time it's get out, it's probably going to be my birthday because my birthday's November 1st. So what up, what up? And uh also want to give my podcast a shout out. Uh, everybody check me out. It's for and uh, peace out. You guys always do work. Peace. All right, man. Thank you so much, man, for uh, hitting us up. Um, and yeah, Cat Williams will be a good name for Amber's cat. Um, uh-huh. Maybe Cat Stevens, Cat uh, oh. Turner. I think since she's so pro black, <laughs> um, you know, something like that. Uh, uh, I, I could get with Cat um, Stacks, of course. The obvious. Ah! Um, all right, let's see if we can find another uh, voicemail here. Yo, Rod and Karen, what's up? It's Mike. Uh, I was calling in regards to uh, when y'all were talking about football players and the wanting the athletes to be stupid and, you know, take the concussion injury as opposed to, you know, like the lower hit shit like that. And it seems like that's very, very much um, an American thing. Um, I'm a big soccer fan and I watch a lot of soccer. Uh, and that, you know, soccer gets its fair share of criticism for the theatricality of it and like pop bookers like diving on the ground and rolling around like they hurt shit. But when players actually are injured, um, it seems like the prevailing wisdom is to actually, you know, um, recover fully from the injury before you go back on the field even if that takes a long time. And while, you know, the you got to be extra tough all the time, no matter what, was a thing in England for a long time, like until the 60s and 70s, uh, maybe the 80s, it's really gone away from that a lot and just kind of wants to see the skill. They're not worried so much about, oh, my God, this guy's just like a hacksaw. He tears everybody up on the field. It's more of a, wow, I can't believe how talented these guys are. I just want to watch them do their job in that way. I mean, I understand football is more physical. I wonder if there's anything that can realistically be done about that American mentality of everything is war and you got to be a warrior. And this is like, you know, you, you played that shit with uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. talking about he was a fucking warrior on Boy mm-hmm. Rage and shit. 
But yeah, I don't know if we can do anything about that American mentality, man. Um, anyway, just, you know, some food for thought. I'll highlight it. Peace. Peace. Yeah, part of me wonders if it's like a football thing too, because like in other sports, if you get a concussion, like people have, like in hockey, people have taken like entire seasons off because mm-hmm. of a concussion, you know? Um, so it does, yeah, I wonder if it's also it's like football are the gladiator athletes, quote unquote. Um, and then also it, like, I, the reason, another reason it feels like people want our athletes to be dumb is because when like people will be like well, some people will be like well so-and-so doesn't take political stances so-and-so doesn't care about anything so-and-so doesn't but then like if they do it's 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 almost like a what the fuck do you know you're just an athlete and mm-hmm. you know why you're are you even talking about intelligent that? you're not supposed to have an opinion about it right especially if it's an opinion that they particularly don't agree with then um, for me, Mike, the thing about it is that I feel like our culture, just, just, just the American culture period was war. Civil War, American Indian War, you know, it's just war. You know, we fought against England. And so a lot of that extends back to you fight, you, you fight to the death, you fight no matter what, you do whatever it takes to win. And I think a lot of that uh, mentality has got pushed into football versus some of the other sports. And I think that is uh, considered a manly. All sports are considered manly. Don't get me wrong, but football particularly has that man, bro, you know, testosterone atmosphere. You know, where you have to, you know, pump each other up. You know, it be it be be it by dances, which you know years ago probably would have been tribal dances or whatever. So I think it's a lot of tradition uh, that dates back to just war. In my in my personal opinion, and 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 when you do when you fighting a war, you want to fight to to the to the to the death basically, mm-hmm. and literally a lot of these players literally play to death if if that makes sense. So I think it, uh, to me that that correlates to each other. Yeah. Also, just I think there's a a fantasy that a lot of sports fans have of what it's like to be a player on the team. Yes. And part of that fantasy is the guy culture and the ignorance that is bred around it, mm-hmm. like. Uh, it's like this hyper masculinity that is, you know, that people are, you know, identified with where it's like, you know, you're a man's man because, you know, you're homophobic, you're religious, you're womanizer, you're, uh, you solve problems with violence. These are the things that, you know, we man, want our heroes man. to do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all right, next. Greetings from the Kennedy Corner podcast, Ron Karen. It's this is the co-host Howard. Uh, about the whole solidarity for white women thing, I went back on Twitter and I was reading through some of those. And the ones that kind of stuck with me were like the ones about like how, how you know, Corey Monteith dies and that's a tragedy, but Trayvon was a thug. And then, you know, Miley Cyrus is experimenting, but Rihanna has a, has a responsibility Maybe it's just my opinion, but that comes off as very, that doesn't come off as an issue of solidarity. That just comes off to me, maybe just me as a black man in America, as, as examples of institutionalized racism, especially the one about how, you know, colored hair and tattoos on a woman comes off as edgy or alt on a white woman, but you put those things on a black woman, it comes off as trashy or ghetto. Just my outlook on the, on that sort of thing. Uh, I don't know how either of you feel about that issue. So, yes. Continue on that, please, and thank you. 
right um i feel like the uh, there's a lot of either or with with all this stuff with all these discussions and it doesn't like i think the world is kind of shades of gray Mm -hmm. and to me both of those causes quote unquote can intersect where yes they can part of it is that the people that typically will argue for female like expression uh in those same arenas um will shut the fuck up if it's a black woman and that's what a lot of this stems from where it's like you know hey we get on here we support each other's causes we bring up issues that we find all the time and we're all rah 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 until it's someone that doesn't look like you and then all of a sudden everybody that typically has the biggest platforms to get their gripes out there just shut they clam up um or they or even worse sometimes they join in you know um so that's part of it and and i think also you're right racism is a part of it too it's a huge part um which is kind of you know a lot of these people's point which is uh now that the race of the 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 topic has changed people suddenly can't see the same parallels with feminism and all of that stuff so yes and at the end of the day uh everything put like this humanity in itself is a beautiful thing but when you have sections and part of humanity that doesn't look at everybody like a human these individuals who are not looked at as human as human beings and as the same or looked at to be on the same level as you these people have got to demand that you treat them as a human being and so uh you do have these divisions and a lot of these divisions is because these particular groups feel like their issues are not being heard if they're considered collective with another group like you said it branches out because there are people that support feminism yes but then there are people go okay yeah we support feminism but you know what we're not going on the slut walk you know because mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't feel like a lot a black woman was like that's not cool mm-hmm. you know and then we have black women who go okay i i support you white women and feminism but we got black women issues and when the white women a lot of times the white women go with them not our issues but fuck you we we've got to voice these we're not gonna let you shut us down because you don't agree with us and a lot of it comes from just division amongst the groups and it causes everybody to want their voice to be heard and every to me all everybody is valid and the problem is that when people come and tell one group or another group that they're not valid because they don't agree with their stance or where they come from but at the end of the day uh most people at some period of their life has had some kind of oppression Mm -hmm. and so that's why a lot of these groups come up and feel like they have to stand up for their rights yeah i I mean i just think yeah I, i just think that there's a crossover there to be had where race tape plays a part and you know the idea that feminism stops at blackness you know mm-hmm. is some is some racist shit you know um and it happens you know certain people just don't uphold the shit all the time you know like mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons that i like i'm hesitant to to use the label feminist with anything like i don't like to call myself that like i don't even like because it is so many different rules and definitions and the term is so broad at this point that it's almost like using it is just as detrimental as not using it when it comes to certain discussions because people will like you know like like chill right she wants everybody to have the same rights and i think that you know most people would agree with that that that's a great stance Mm -hmm. but then if you say the word feminism it's like whoa fuck you 
not don't don't use that word so you know at this point it's almost like irreparably damaged just by people who have um either you know not lived up to certain standards or have used it in the the context to limit people you know yes and and, and i think a lot of this stuff is backlash to that and you know when you bring up like solidarity is for white women when you bring up um uh you know all of these things there's gonna always be emotional issues that stem way back Mm -hmm. that these things are hearkening to and yeah people are gonna be untrusting people gonna i mean they have there's a lot of damage a lot of healing that has to be done behind that shit and i don't know if it can be done so Mm -hmm. yeah when you see some major people run with your shit that you came up with on a whim on twitter on the one hand it's working because it's like cool what you said was resonated with a lot of people and on the other hand you got motherfuckers sitting up here like uh where's the black people on the panel that's supposed to be discussing this you know that's true it's just it's just a crazy weird situation yeah when it comes to it i don't i don't like i said i don't know where to place myself all i know is that i got a vagina and god damn it i want my rights you can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me uh but at the end of the day i got i want the same rights as any man well i'm sure we'll discuss that in a second because i think we got some emails on it and stuff and also um I went back and listened to the episode too, so I actually have more stuff to say. What up, Rod? What's up, Ken? Hey, Rod. You and Samsung, y'all are the world tag team make a mad champions. Man, Samsung showed them commercials. They showed LeBron being a winner. And they showed him improving his game, even helping out Mario Thomas. Mm-hmm. I know that Toya doesn't really like that too much, but, you know, that's the problem. They're showing them being a part of this community, playing dominoes with the senior citizens, helping the kids out. Then they show them having a life outside of basketball, meeting dignitaries, having fun, dunking at the Cowboys Stadium. You know, showing that he's an all-around man. Then they show him being a great family man, hanging out with his kids, great husband, newlywed, just mm-hmm. enjoying life. Then they show that he's coachable, sitting down with Eric Spolster, going over plays, getting that mental work in, that mental edge. Then, the next thing you know, he's ready to do the same thing again next year on eight bitch asses. And everybody really doesn't like that. But you know what, Ron? You also have to have your part in this thing. Here's some of your tweets that you came in with to finish after you got the tag. LeBron isn't selling the phone. He's selling the American dream. Is it true LeBron's ass is long enough to qualify him for an Oscar? <laughs> if I was LeBron... I'd have part of the ad with me getting some head, smoking some weed, checking my balance at the ATM, smiling so hard. So LeBron ad needs to have police officers letting him out of the ticket just to add that extra singe to it. I hope the next LeBron ad is at Kim and Kanye's wedding with Beyonce singing in the background. That's the one, two, three finish for the new championship right there, man. Keep doing it. Keep doing what y'all do. Love it every week. Low listener, first time caller. Yo, Rod, it's me, the fat guy who tips. Later. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you calling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was partying hard on that LeBron stuff, man. Um, not one, not two, not three. Um, and yeah, it's good to see him prosper. And my new favorite part of that commercial is when him and his wife are playing, laying on the bed, looking at the, uh, tablet and then she starts laughing. That, uh, that's my new, that, that LeBron wife laugh is good, man. <laughs> that Mrs. James laugh is good. Love it. They happy as shit. Yep, making them mad. Mm-hmm. Playing dominoes and shit on the, the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Amazing to see people upset. 
I almost did my search for LeBron nigger thing, but I said, nah, I'll give these haters the day off. You guys know, Comic Sans, all day. Ah. I know y'all mad when they got the rings at that ceremony and when I won that game and made Derrick Rose look, uh, like, like pedestrian, uh, against them. So, mm-hmm. I see it. Uh, last voicemail. Hey, what's going on, Rod? I'd just like to thank you for uh, giving me one of the best Pink of the Week Abbeys that I've ever had the pleasure of putting up as my uh, Twitter name, The Fat Guy Who Tips. Man, the origin story of that thing is just so great considering that, uh, you know, that kid only knows you as that fat nigga that we play basketball with early in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And then for him to actually paint that to your face mm-hmm. makes it even more epic. And a call about tanking can't be complete without including Miss Karen. Miss Karen, you had me shut down Tank of the Week Abby voting early with your Stefan reference as to Stedman when you were talking about Rod being the Oprah-like interviewer that he is on the medium talk shows. You were like, oh, with your timing and wit. Yeah, I guess that makes me Stefan. I have to find a picture quick and put it up as my Abby on a Tuesday before the hot five started through even read their things for the week. So thank you guys for all the that work you guys put into and I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that is uh Karen <laughs> all day. I didn't realize was that Don Delorente the whole time? I didn't yes. realize that. Okay, yo, thanks Don for calling dog. Thank you. Um but yeah he uh, <laughs> that uh I didn't even catch that Stefan tank. That <laughs> Me is, either. That is so bad. Like I, I feel like I have tank earmuffs on at this point. Where I just, like, <laughs> you don't, you don't I can't, them can't catch them all, man. Can't catch them all. All right, man. We got to get to the emails, and uh, that'll be like the last segment. Of course, if you want to call in, the phone line seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Um, let's go ahead and read these emails. The black the blackout tips. Uh, we got this one from uh, about park rangers, and the subject was park rangers go from alicia hey rod and karen i just listened to show 567 with whiskey wine and moonshine and i heard what you said about park rangers man (laughs) in my debo voice i am completely outraged i want you to know i was a park ranger for almost two years that position was coveted by many and demanded a high level of responsibility and concentration i had vast duties to fulfill ha Now, for real, though, I just talked to the random tourists that came through, talked to the little kids about animals, kept people from stealing artifacts, and made sure people didn't get lost in the hiking in the woods. Some park rangers don't do a whole lot. I love the show. Keep y'all, uh, keep it going. Huh. Yo, you on with the blackout tips. What's up? The day of the Geechee is over. The day of the Geechee is over. What's going on, chill? How the fuck y'all gonna talk about I'm a goddamn feminist black guy who took nation? Really? Well, you know what else I am? I'm a dickus too. Yeah, huh? I'm a dickus. Yeah, how about that? Y'all wanna join my cause? God damn it. Y'all wanna march for this? Okay, alright. Whatever. What's going on, people? Well, you always welcome to join. You always welcome to join the masculist. Uh, my masculism movement is, you know, gaining steam. I officially had Owen join up. So if you want to hop on board the masculism, you you welcome to it, ma'am. 
Well, apparently I'm already one. Shit, mm -hmm. you know, shit. So I mean, I shouldn't have to join for shit. You know, what, what the fuck? Exactly. But hey, I had a, I had a good time with y'all, motherfuckers. Like I must say, you too, I had a good time. Always. And see, Rod, now, now you see why. Remember, I told you back in the day, certain things I do not talk about, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, religion or politics or whatever. Yeah, it gets my blood pressure up, dog. Cause I just go ham. And but it be fun. But see, with you, it's fun. So you're not one of them ignorant motherfuckers and caring. You're not one of them ignorant motherfuckers who just, you know, at the same time you state your case, it's like you're closed-minded. It's like, you know, hey, okay, we gonna have fun, but we gonna come hard. We gonna go hard. But at the end of the day, man, it's all love. It's all fucking fun. And I, I, I enjoyed the fuck out y'all niggas, man. You too, man. Too. I had a great time. Like, I was having a lot of fun with the conversation. And um, I felt like a lot of good points were being made. And, you know, the only thing I kept thinking about was, what's the feedback show going to be like? Like, I hope this shit ain't going to be crazy and people going to be like, then you said all women are stupid, Rod. And I'm like, I never said that. So it's been good so far. We got to get through these emails. But hopefully that means, you know, that's that's a good thing. And everybody uh, understood everybody's points. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't trying to keep it long, man. I just wanted to nah, no say what's up, and I love y'all. Love you too, oh, chill. You too. Thank you so much, right. man. And, and also, man, um, I got to give you credit too because uh, a, a lot of people, I think, I wouldn't have even trusted to to go back and forth with like that because mm -hmm. motherfuckers do seem so thin skinned sometimes. Yes. So it was, you know, like is to. I think some people see it a different way, but for me personally people that i will actually argue with that's that's a real friend that you could be like yeah. i don't agree with you and it didn't degrade to like i'll cut you nigga it, it was just a good conversation <laughs> everybody was passionate and yeah. had fun people still making jokes oh yeah and um like i, I really do got to commend you on that because like i said i think a lot of people it, it would have been like man fuck them mm -hmm. you know i don't, I don't appreciate that shit no right why y'all niggas hit me on twitter about this shit like that so I appreciate hey, you uh, so much. Hey, it's all love. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Me and Keith from Dallas, we go ham like this all the goddamn time. I mean, we go back and forth, and, and, my, and my baby be on the phone listening to us, thinking we both fucking crazy and shit. <laughs> she just be sitting there listening and shit, be like, I don't know what the fuck going on. But it be all love, you know, and that's what, you know, and, and to go back, not to bring them fuck niggas up, but, mm -hmm. you know, like um, Abe and, and them. I mean, like you said, which, and you were saying how you and Phenom Black get down. Yeah, and they go like, hard. Nigga, I don't agree with you, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's all love. Right. It's all love. Exactly. You know? Yeah, man. That, that's real. So, uh, yeah. also, like, the realest, nigga. I didn't want to tell you this, man, but I actually agree with you the whole time. I was just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, nigga. It's all good. <laughs> hey, did we have a good time? Yeah, we, we did. Time. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we had a good time. <laughs> so, um, finish reading because I want to hear what, what, what the rest of the people got to say because, you know, I do love the actual feedback show. Not <laughs> the part where I'm on it and shit. So, right. handle your business and uh, sushi's on me, niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, chill. Peace out. Love y'all. Peace. Oh, man. Oh, but, uh, let's, what was I? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, back to what she was saying. Uh, love the show. Y'all keep it going. Oh, yeah. And Rod, every time you say first things first, I have to follow it up with obey your thirst sprite. All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's drink, it's drink sprite. All right. But hey, I appreciate you. And I know exactly what commercial you're talking about. Grand Poo, but that was my shit, man. Uh, go, well, you, you say something, Karen? Mm. Okay. 
uh lsg9 feedback by natasha she says hey rod and karen tried to leave a comment on the site but it doesn't look like it went through well it's fixed now the comments work anybody has any issues let me know yeah i wanted to give karen kudos for the excellent interview she did with the domestic diva yes i had a great time interviewing it was so much fun it was fun and informative i'll be eagerly awaiting more lip smacking good episodes yes and that's about natasha man thank you so much natasha i listened to it too and i thought it was great like i i just went to edit it and i was like let me listen to a minute to make sure the sound was okay next thing you know fucking an hour had gone by i listed the whole thing it's like they just got on like old friends yes I, I, I like to talk and i like to find out about people their mind frames what they do and things like that so that energy was very fun yeah educated black people list by Rhonda. she says dear rod and karen oh wait no i'm sorry dear karen and rod hey i'm in the front hey she must be a damn feminist am yeah, i right she chill? Is. Put the call up to your show yeah. fucking up the order of the names putting the woman first hey. that's why you can't get nowhere mm, show can't put that put that vagina in front of that penis thank you see hey. when i read the names i just see two humans okay <laughs> i don't see the sex mm-hmm. i see six dear humans that list was horrible i like some things on that list but they have nothing to do with my education maybe i'm uneducated and i didn't know it i actually want to call this a dumbass list (laughs) (laughs) sounds like it should have been the bougie list Rhonda. yeah that list seemed i will say this i wasn't offended by the list at all but it felt more like petty or like maybe they had individual gripes with a specific subset of people that like Mm -hmm. they had experienced it and then also it's possible that i just don't run in those circles maybe Mm -hmm. though all those things are huge in the quote-unquote educated black community but it felt like they were trying to do the same satire as stuff white people like and i didn't want to be the guy who goes well you know technically i didn't Um, i I don't know any black people yeah i guess i'm not educated in black then because we you know we didn't qualify for a third of the crap on the list yeah so i would never like detract from it because i believe the entire thing they were trying to do is basically make a big joke Mm -hmm. so good for them man you know it was was funny you know i'm sure a lot of people spread it around um sirachi for life uh says james he says dearest my dearest rod and karen fuck these people who didn't know what they were signing up for when they signed a dotted line to live in Sarashi Town, USA. <laughs> Hell yes, there may be some coughing, but nobody cares. Look, I put Sarashi on hot dogs, pizza, burgers. I mix that shit with ranch and make Sarashi and dip my fries in it. Ooh, that sounds good. I take take my Sarashi from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Your pal in Christ, James. Oh, that's 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 mm-hmm. that's serious right there. That's like the white version of on everything I love. Yeah. Uh five seven five. That song was always weird to me from Mallard Redgrave. Hey Rod and Karen, love this week's shows. I laughed hard as hell that you playing Ain't No Fun first time I heard it. I when I was eleven, when I listened to my dad's copy of Death Row's greatest hits. Damn, your dad was fucking with Death Row. Ha! <laughs> You're that hardcore. Mm, my dad was just a public enemy. Yeah. I think he was sick of them white people at work. Yeah. <laughs> come home every day and that's day. about as deep as your daddy rap got come no my dad um well uh i guess maybe but public enemy is pretty deep yeah pr- yeah yeah, pr- yeah they 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 deep on that conscious tip yeah. that's kind of how your dad mind thinks right but, but like i don't think he gonna be listening to snoop dogg or dr dre that's why i said that's as deep as your daddy got right that's true 
even as a child i was like that's nasty like really who the fuck thinks this is a good idea luckily my dad had his copy of public enemies apocalypse 91 to balance it out yeah dog and you were right to stay uh, you were right to stay playing xbox uh side note how far are you in attack on titan i want to say i'm in episode 10 or 12 here's the thing about attack on titan guys and this is my fault this is not anyone else's fault but i started watching this with karen and then i have this thing where i don't want to skip ahead because i'm like oh i need to wait for karen to watch it Mm -hmm. now that is completely a thing that i have manufactured in my own mind karen doesn't stop me from watching the show without her uh, uh, and she can always go back and watch those old episodes later. It's yeah, on our country road. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I enjoy watching them with you though. Yeah, but I, it's just in my mind, I keep being like, well, I wait till Karen gets time. Karen never gets the time. You know, <laughs> if I start getting ready to play something, she'll get up, walk out the room. That's what Karen does. That's how women watch TV. So I don't even know why I wait to watch certain things with oh. her. Cause she's just going to get up and walk out the room anyway. There's some things I watch with you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very few. Like, like Key and Peel no yeah you used to though right yes right then but there's no announcement it's just <laughs> i got three weeks of key and peel saved up i hit play karen walks out start doing no, dishes i'm like okay she don't do key and peel no more and, and it's it's not that it's I, it's it's a lot going on it's like okay want to watch key and peel okay uh i need to uh we need something to eat so i go start doing other shit making a meal or some shit like that and i'm like you know what fuck it i just won't watch it yeah okay yeah the, the the correct answer is i'm behind but i'll catch up on my own and karen can always go back and watch it uh you mentioned Crunchyroll on the past episode so i figured you watch it yeah i've been watching yeah. it everybody's so excited and hyped about it i'm hoping that uh it's uh gonna continue to be great man when i left off it was still good yeah yeah uh only issue i have is that uh my man um feek blurman com- uh tried to shit on sword art online to to cite some uh attack on titan and uh that got my blood boiling because you know i That's, love me yeah, some sword art online i haven't seen that one but 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 from what you were saying it's really really good yeah i love that so like and then he kind of was shitting on it and i was like well this is not gonna get me on your side mm-hmm. but i think that's just his way he doesn't know how to talk to people without starting to fight so i just <laughs> i just accepted it's what it is i'm like all right uh, i get you man feminist four exclamation points by chris um i love this show go chill i agree that the problem with feminists is that there is so many different definitions it confuses people see this is here's the thing man is that what chill said Mm-mm. that the problem was that there's so many different definitions mm-hmm. i knew this was gonna happen that people would be like this is the thing i agree this is the thing and that that's not the thing she just have a problem with the word period yeah, but I don't remember her being like, my problem is that it's too many I, definitions. I talked about the different definitions. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. So you agree with me and Karen, because we also think it's too many definitions. I, like I said, I went and listened to the episode, and I, I said it, Karen said it several times. Yes, that's a problem. There's too many, def- there's too many definitions of this shit. Um, it confuses people, so they're just like, fuck that noise. The most successful movements had leaders and a definition of what they stood for and wanted. And I don't think it, I don't think it is a bad thing to tell women to protect themselves from dirtbag raping motherfuckers. Cause this is not a perfect world. A motherfucker's gonna do fucked up shit if they get an opportunity to rather it be rape, stealing, and killing. Mm-hmm. None of this came up yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hey, I got something to say about he that agrees with chill, man. This is what chill said. Lynching niggas is illegal, but I know if I go to Harrison, Arkansas, I might get lynched, so I stay away. 
keep up the great work love you guys okay first of all um i have a lot of issues with what you said uh a chill never said that chill just has a problem with the word itself feminism yes there are many different definitions of the word feminism when it comes to feminism feminism a lot of times is personal and sometimes people have a tendency to forget that just like your life is personal and you defo- and you form your opinions and your worldview off of your personal definitions and also back to some of the stuff you were saying at the end of the day tell motherfuckers not to fucking rape okay tell motherfuckers don't attack and assault women that's what you do that's what you do well not just that but where is this like remember when i was talking about the false ultimatums like the either or the like there's not two things two schools of thoughts about something there is no situation where we don't teach women and girls at this point to protect themselves. Yes, this is nothing new. No one under is, the sun. yeah, n- name the person who says, let's not teach women to protect themselves. We teach, hopefully, everybody's teaching all their kids to protect themselves all the time anyway. Yeah, they, they, they do. And they- I mean, the, uh, that that's that's not just a a little girl thing that's a everybody thing yeah th- it, that's true and the 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 problem that i have is that when you when people say things and they phrase things in a certain pattern and in a certain way they don't realize how it sounds to other people's ears because when i me as a woman when i hear when i hear that statement you just made you know what i said you know what i hear you are giving an excuse for people's for people doing shit and saying women protect yourself they're gonna do what they're gonna do like like to, mm. like like to me that's what well, i'm hearing in all fairness he didn't say that either. no no that's not that's, that's but, not what he said but, right i understand but we i mean just as you wouldn't want him putting words in your mouth i wouldn't add that to his discussion no no just just the way that the sentence was phrased okay um, so he said and i don't think it's a bad thing to tell women to protect them to protect yourself from dirtbag raping motherfuckers because this is not a perfect world and motherfuckers gonna do fucked up shit if they get an opportunity rather be raped stealing and killing yeah so in my mind i guess, I guess just me listening to that statement is like okay it, it goes back to the to the thing where we tell women to protect themselves that's what they do. Motherfuckers gonna do what motherfuckers gonna do. Hey, deal with it. Like, and, and, and maybe I'm not comprehending what he's saying, but in my mind, that's what I get out of that statement he just said. Yeah, I think that's not fair to say that. Cause I think it would be different if he was excusing it like it's okay or like it's, uh, not, like it's not a problem. But I think if you put rape in the same sentence as stealing and killing, then you're recognizing that those are all illegal and wrong acts yes they are um my problem is that the way he framed it it makes it seem like we karen and rod and other people don't think people should take precautions at all and that we like we don't know that these things happen in the world what we're saying is especially when it comes to sexual assault uh, and majority of it isn't this like jumping out the bushes no, sexual not. assault that you know shit is framed Most as people it's people going on dates mm-hmm. it's people going to parties it's, it's you know members college you know people you trust mm-hmm. yes family members so for me saying protect yourself how do i protect myself from my cousin yeah how do i protect myself, myself from, from a guy that i'm, I'm going on a date with i might not, not want to have sex with him but I don't mind going on a date. We've all been on dates. We've all watched Netflix on the couch 
some dude just decides i'm gonna take this pussy what is the what is the protection i'm supposed to have in this moment yeah you know uh so i i think that's part of it also i think it conjures up certain iterations of like negativity because it's like is this also gonna like what does teach women to protect themselves mean is are do you lump it in with don't wear a short skirt mm-hmm. or do you lump it in with wear carry mace or do you lump it in with don't go out at a certain time of night do you lump it in mm-hmm. with you know what i'm saying like yeah uh is protect yourself never take a drink from a stranger because I, who who would disagree with that true you know what i'm saying so it, it depends uh, there's a lot of stuff left for definition i just think the way he framed the question makes it seem like we're on the side of some hippy dippy lottie die world where we don't understand that crazy shit is happening all the time yeah, we, we do none of us is against people protecting themselves at all we just also believe there's not enough discussion to young men about what rape is yes what sexual assault is yes about what consent is supposed to be consent in a sexual situation thing. that's right um and I, I think that I think that those are the things that uh, get glossed over in these discussions. And if we're measuring which discussions need to be had the most, it's the ones with the boys because we don't have them. No, the girls always, yeah. always, always get this conversation. All yeah, we we've had way too many. Like we've had guests on shows where we talked about this. And to a, like to a man, we don't like. Dudes will tell you, we don't have these conversations. No. Every little girl has had the don't get raped conversation. Yes. Every little girl ever. No matter if he overpowered. And, 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 and as a woman, it's, it's, it's very insulting because you go, well, I did everything that quote unquote I was supposed to be. I, I was, I was quote unquote clothed right. I was quote unquote walking with a partner. I was quote unquote, you know, I wasn't with strangers or whatever it may be. And I still got raped. What else can I do to prevent myself from being overpowered by somebody that's stronger than me? What can I do other than that motherfucker is just not supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I don't. And, and especially when we cover articles where people literally are saying these girls aren't getting raped. Yes. Like, and, that, and, and, like and that's that, crazy to me. And I, it's weird that anybody would listen to us on a show and then come away thinking that we believe women shouldn't protect themselves and that we are, you know, somehow living in this world where we don't think that, that, that we think we're living in a perfect world or quote unquote or, where, where we have an issue with, with women protecting themselves. We're saying, uh, that women already do a good job of protecting themselves. Uh, people still out here raping. Yes, they and are. That shit's unacceptable. Yes, it is. So. And, 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 t- and to me, especially being also, uh, sorry, not to cut you off. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Like if she didn't protect herself, then what? Am I not supposed to think this dirty raping motherfucker should be uh castrated and thrown into prison somewhere? Am I so is it okay then? Like I don't know. Like I, I wonder like where do where does the point go to when people say shit like this? Cause it's like, okay, cool. Now we have a situation where a woman got too drunk and uh passed out and some dude raped her. Now what? Should he nothing should happen to him or what? Yeah, does she deserve it? And 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 and, and the, the the thing that really, really uh, pisses me off and makes me upset uh when it comes 
to to this is just the simple fact that once you get down to it and once you begin to really talk to people about the nuances of of rape and rape culture and things like that different people have the different different definitions of what rape is and mm. that's a problem in itself women have definition of rape and men have a definition uh of rape. not not even all women nope i, I reject mean, that not all we, no listen li- just listen before you even get go off on it i'm it's a cultural thing yes, it's it not is. about just women versus men it is cultural the women half of the people that went in on that girl in that town in maryville were fucking women like they were like basically this is what sex is this is what i you know i it's it's problematic because you we pass it down to both genders yes we do. even as a victim people are being taught like you're not a victim this is sex sometimes a guy gotta take it Sometimes you just shouldn't have been up with the football team. Just happens. You know, this is sex. Your, your consent was optional in this case. Your consent was you had a drink. You know? So, yeah, so that, that's not even just a women have a definition. Men have a definition. That's a like society has a definition. Of, of, and, of, of, and it's of, fucked up. Of what rape is. And, yeah. and a society has a definition of what sex is. And when it right. comes to sex, a woman's option of whether or not she want to put her pussy on is optional. And I, and, and, for and, a lot of people, and, and, and I guess I have an issue with that. Obviously, yeah. And, and especially when people throw in like alcohol and stuff like that, because that's a cultural problem. Yes, it is. We, like our culture is way too casual about alcohol and its effects. Way too casual. You know what I mean? Cause I also think like, um, and I know this will sound controversial and I don't mean for it to sound, but I also think that these guys who have this mentality are as much a victim of the culture pushing this down. You know what I'm saying? I, okay, like they are yeah. of, they are, they, it's kind of like what I said about racist people mm-hmm. where it's like, it's you haven't been made a less, less of a human being. You lack some humanity because you bought into this bullshit. Like you're not a complete it's, person. You should like, I don't know how you fix or repair these people. Like, I don't know what I personally, I just lock them up, throw them away, you know, electrocute them, kill them, whatever. But they also are fucked up because so much of society is like, it's, it's a woman's fault, dog. She was walking and, down the street. And, she need to get raped. And, what's, what's the problem? And the thing is, I agree. It, it, it is a cultural, uh, thing and it's something that, uh, is, is kind of passed down to men and women as far as sex and sexuality. And like you said, when you throw, but, but, but I, and I guess for me, my mind frame when it comes to it is very cut and dry. Just don't motherfucking rape me and, and consent for me is not an option. Yeah. I was, I mean, and, and all right. I, I mean, I think, I think most people agree with that. Yes. On our, that listen to us anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't even like, I don't even like, I just don't want to straw man this guy yeah. into saying that that's mm-hmm. what he's saying. No, I don't no, think no. that's what he's saying. And I'll I, just put it that way. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not trying to like defend his ass, but no, no, you're no, putting no. me in a situation where I have to be like that. That's not what he said. You know what I mean? And, 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 and to, and to an extent, uh, I do, when, when should we explained it? Um, I have a better definition of it. And it's one of those things where, Yes, uh, women are always taught what to do and what not yeah. to do and how to stop. But when, when is, when is the conversation going to be, um, uh, people that rape be accountable for their action? The people that rape are told not to rape. It's always women protect yourself. It is the sentence stars, and I don't think it's a bad thing to tell women to protect yourself from dirtbag raping motherfuckers. Neither do we. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. No, Nobody thinks true. it's a bad, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, 
uh hey man don't walk down the street with money hanging out your pocket i don't think it's a bad thing to say uh don't go to a crack house at four in the morning i don't think it's a bad thing to say don't live in this neighborhood it's dangerous i don't think any of these are bad things quote unquote to say but that doesn't mean i don't want to change the neighborhood that doesn't mean when you get robbed i just go see it's your fault motherfucker that like it's it's more to it than just simply like protect yourself that's the end of it that's the end of the discussion and we have never said that anyone should not protect themselves period whatever precautions they need to take i do recognize the world is fucked up so just don't please don't write us saying shit like that that's all um shana writes in team chill hey rod and karen leave chill alone i ride for chill now more than ever Listen to episode 578 on feminism. I have to say that I understand exactly what Chill is saying, and I completely agree. I posed this question on social media recently, and I think it's pertinent here. At what point did feminism become only an avenue for liberation of women? For instance, I would consider myself a labor activist, and I fight for a living wage for everyone. This means that women should not make less than men. I don't need feminism to fight for this. Black liberation organizations work tirelessly to protect black women from rape. They didn't need feminism for this. I, and, I, and I have a question. Why is it? And we, Roger, brought this up. Why does why does it have to be? Um, when it comes to things, why does it have to be a separation? Why can't I be a feminist, like like feminist mm-hmm. and stand up for labor rights? Why can't I be right. a feminist and stand up for rape rights? Why can't I be a feminist and stand up for equal rights? Why can't I be yeah. a feminist and stand up for gay rights? It's one of those things. But for some reason, once you start combining it, and 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 the funny thing, the funny thing is this: when you talk to most people. Let, let, let's just say a, 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 a married woman. She's a woman. She's married. And let's say she has the children. So she's a woman. She's a wife. And she's a mother. She's all three of these things. But at the root, she's still the same person. And I feel like that sometimes with labels and hats. Most people in their life are called and labeled multiple things. And they could do multiple things all at the same time and don't consider each individual thing a separate item they can switch from one thing to the other so my thing is like why is there a big thing when you try to combine it and and, and say i'm a feminism and i'm this um I, I i fight for civil rights and i'm this i fight for this and i'm that people go no 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 you can't mix the carrots and the peas whatsoever like i i i don't see anything wrong with com- with with combining certain things that you stand for yeah, I don't get the either or either. And this is like, like I said, it's all framing because, and I knew what happens. One of the reasons it's like, I know why a lot of shows don't discuss stuff like this is because they're afraid that people are going to hear what they want to hear, write in, say what they want to say. And it's not, it's like, well, I didn't say that. I like, that was the thing. A lot of the conversation that I was having with Chill was, there's no need to be like fuck feminism yes because it's not against these things no it's not so even in the framing of this sentence you know this this paragraph it is not feminist isn't against labor activism either no they're not you know what i mean and feminism isn't exactly just for women or just for men either Mm -mm. like to be quite honest like uh feminism can also uh help men in a lot of ways by because the idea is that women are weak women are less than feminist feminine traits are less than so it's the reason that uh people look down on gay men for for certain mannerisms or uh anything that uh you know is seen as a woman is weaker uh certain men are called girly men aren't able to express certain emotions Mm -hmm. because you're considered less than because it's a woman's emotion therefore it is less than 
so that's not just men women that's not just like that's everybody not to mention how many trans issues fall into that how many mm-hmm. um you know how many gay rights issues fall, fall into that. that and you don't have to wear a hat of it's feminism or nothing else mm-hmm. maybe some people have framed it that way but i'm not framing it that way Me either and I, I you know since we're having the discussions so yeah since we're having a discussion i just want to be clear about it you you might not feel that you need feminism for anything I, I don't think you need it for anything that you do in your life you don't have to but at the same time if someone labels themselves a feminist and they're helping you in your cause is that bad would you turn them away would you if someone showed up and said I, the people at this plant um refuse to pay women an equal wage for the same work that a man does and you say well i'm an equal wage activist that's what i'm here for and then they go okay well i'm a feminist and i want to join your cause and help you are you gonna say get the fuck away from here this ain't about feminism or would you i I mean and i'm asking this question genuinely i don't know what shana would say Mm -hmm. but would you turn them away i mean like what's how deep does the disgust go because I don't feel like it's got to be either or, man. Me either. Speaking of which, chill, callback. Yo, what's up, chill? Okay. See, goddamn, fuck you, motherfuckers. Y'all done started off again. But just real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. Rod, I hear what you're saying. But the thing is, Karen, I see what you're saying, too. Like, you know, why can you not be a feminist? Because what you just saying, it's like feminism. It's like you're putting yourself in a box and thereby you're using that to define gender people like you said if you can be a feminist and still fight for gay rights or if you can be a feminist and still fight for civil rights or this or that why not just be all inclusive anyway because i mean why put a label on yourself that you know it's nothing else alone it's gonna separate you it's gonna bring attention to your cause or whatever you know like you say all the things that are attached to being feminine, like you say, gay men and all that stuff, and, you know, they're, they're signed upon because they're seen as feminism, feminist, uh, you know, feminine or whatever that shit. Feminists, all those labels, all they're doing right is putting you in a fucking box into a certain point. They're limiting you. Well, then if you, if you just come out and just speak on all right, which I know, right? I'm not going to get into it. But if you just come out and speak on all right, because I mean, what's the point, right? If you're going to be a feminist, Okay, fine. You're going to fight for women's rights. Okay, fine. But if you're going to be a feminist, but you're also down for gay rights, and like I said, blah, blah, why not just be for all rights from the get-go? You know, therefore, you won't you won't be pigeonholed, okay? And people won't use your label against you, you know what I'm saying, first of all. And then, second of all, it's like, come on. It's like you eliminate the middleman. You can just get out the box and just stop fighting for what's real off top with all that other red tape and, 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 and other bullshit. I mean, that's, that's all I want to say. I mean, but, but anyway, um, what was the email? What was the email saying? Uh, Shield is great. Uh, continue, please. Thank you. Y'all have a nice day. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what I was saying was, um, I don't see feminism necessarily as something that has to be either or. Um, and even like, I think part of the discussion that I noticed that was a little off is, um i think uh and i think we're just gonna have to disagree but when people say well if you approach this as a such and such well in shana's email she's saying well i'm a labor activist well why even label yourself a labor activist aren't you limiting yourself to just labor um why why not just say you're a humanist then and show up to fight for this living wage stuff you know what i mean but you have to put a label on it 
in order for people to even understand what you're about like it's not it's it's like a necessity we don't live in a world where you can just show up and go i'm a humanist and people go oh okay well i know what that is. that means if you show up like at any cause and go i'm a humanist people are gonna go okay well what the fuck are you doing here well i'm here for the equal living living wage uh so you're a labor activist or you're like what are you um what is the minimum wage equalist what is what are you mm-hmm. you know I, I just think that's the world we live in i don't think um if we lived in a, a world where you could just show up say i'm a humanist and that's the end of it people good. would mm-hmm. you know but when you say black liberation organizations are they liber- living it limiting themselves to just black liberation mm-hmm you know, like, does, does, does this mean that, uh, if, if they won't help people that have, uh, uh, uh that, that, that need, uh, to have a living wage, but they aren't black? Uh, what about the people that are helped by the, uh, movements that they have? What, you know, uh, if it, like such, like, say you're, you get everybody's, uh, wages, uh, equal at a certain place, um, well, maybe women weren't getting paid, minorities weren't getting paid, uh homosexuals weren't being paid like you you can kind of help a lot of people even if you just have a singular cause that you're there for you know i just it just seems weird that people pick feminists to be like no not you like i'll be a living i'll be a labor activist but feminist fuck that like that's completely different so also rod asked for names i'm a historian i've got names mlk started out fighting for rights for black people during this, he repeatedly stated that women were central to our movement. Before he died, well, he was fucking them. Before he died, he began <laughs> a practical fight for all human beings. He spoke out against the Vietnam War and started the Poor People's Campaign, which was a movement about global poverty. Uh, the Black Panther Party is heralded as the epitome of black po- power, but they are documented, they have documented alliances with white organizations. For the record, uh, that was the Black Panther Party is not a name of a leader, but okay um they had several leaders in the black panther party not just one you know what i mean so there's that but um i you know i that's besides the point who were anti-war and anti-poverty not to mention huey newton penned a statement in support of gay liberation and women's liberation that sounds like human rights to me um yeah that might sound like it they didn't none of those people called themselves humanist all those people had some label like all of them man it's just how people explain themselves in the world you can't just show up I'm humanist. Okay, nigger, get back in the cell. Like, <laughs> like I, I, like I feel like people are being very idealistic about the conditions in which these movements were started in. Yeah. And I, and and when people say, well, why don't you just start on this? It's like because the world wasn't set up the way it is today. That's right. When you have certain freedoms, it was it was actually very oppressive for groups of people. And when you're oppressing a group, group of, of people, people, they have to come up with a movement for that group. You know, it's not it's not like you say, I want to exclude everybody that's not black. It's not like MLK says, oh, you white and you showing up to help us. Fuck you. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. he's like, it's, so I feel could like it's, it's could, fra- people are framing it very, very uh, biasedly, man. Like, it's just I, I, I don't think that it's a true history of how these movements start. Now, all that being said, I understand the problems that people have with these movements. But mm-hmm. when people label or when they level these same accusations at black movements, most of us would be like, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. That's right. So Why? Some, because we have the label of being black. Right. Like uh even now, when people try to use MLK's legacy to detract from liberal points of view, 
um republicans do it all the time they try to co-op mlk and and people and and then people all of a sudden are like no he was a black man for black rights and black but but when republicans do this same tactic and the reason i caution against the arguments that chill uses the argument that Shayna uses to kind of detract from feminism the reason that i have to like push back against it is because it's the same exact argument that many bigots use mm-hmm. to to keep other people from prospering that's right you know it's it's like if you say listen um i am with the naacp and we are here because uh there's discrimination against black people when it comes to housing there's a lot of people who go oh so why don't y'all for the discrimination against anybody that got housing so it's just the colored people that can't get housing that y'all want to help y'all don't want to help i mean that's poor white people there's uh there's there's gay people there's this and it's all of a sudden it's like um they are bringing that shit up to distract from the idea of helping yeah. and, and from the idea that there's a problem they don't even want to acknowledge there's a the problem, problem because they would rather fight about just the name and if you showed up and said we're from the humanist people they'd be like what the fuck, the fuck you are you talking about i'm a human too no you can't do that mm-hmm. you know, like you know so i don't know man maybe if we get to a point where people respect each other's humanity we can start with the humanist shit That's but i just don't right. see it happening mm-hmm. man yeah because uh, like you said a lot of the freedoms a lot of the rights a lot of the choices and a lot of the voices we have today we didn't have those voices years ago right even a lot of the freedoms that people have today if somebody didn't stand up and and fight for the calls for you as a woman for you as a black person for you as a minority for you as a woman if somebody many 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 years ago hadn't said hey motherfucker i'm not being treated right i want to stand up if people hadn't marched if people hadn't protested if people hadn't done the things the rights that you have now to even say well i'm this and i'm that just just, just to have the right, right. To, to, to say and pick and choose what you want to be somebody had to fight for that right. right and it's just for the fact that sometimes i feel as though we are so free now with certain things that sometimes people have a tendency to forget that it didn't always start out where it is right now yeah and i went back and listened to the show and like specifically with some of the stuff in this email in mind i was like what did we say that would even make someone go uh because i when i said name names chill named mlk but i want to what do you think i meant when i said name names you know what i mean like do you think i was just like i mean because i I didn't say that uh these guys didn't help anyone but the groups they but the people they were helping uh the groups they were in Mm -hmm. i was saying that the movements were dictated by the power structure that was oppressing people yes so it's like if mlk says um i'm i want to help globally people who are impoverished that is because those people are impoverished that he started that movement it wasn't just him going um i'm a human i just want to help humans like no he had to go find the causes like there's certain like the world sent it's like the world sections out these people not the people sections out these worlds so when you have people that are oppressed for whatever reason, when you have movements that start for whatever reason, it's because someone has been downtrodden. It's yes. not because they start out and it's like, I'm just a woman and I don't want no help from no man and I fuck men and all this stuff. Some people might do that with feminism. I, you know, I'm sure there's some stereotypes about the angry feminists that are that way. Mm-hmm. But from my experience, I, that's not yeah. what I've seen yeah. um, yeah. from different people. It seems like people are like, here's an issue that might not even it might not even really pertain to women necessarily but it'll be an issue that you know feminists are 
uh, uh advocating or talking about mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean that anyone else is excluded from no. joining in yeah anybody can join in is and it's one of those things where it's almost like as soon as you say feminists a lot of people here fuck men I like like when you just, mm. when you text that word. This is what a lot of a lot of especially a lot of dudes and they begin to ask questions like, "Well, you, do you hate men?" No, I don't hate men. I like to fuck them. Just because I say I'm a feminist does not mean I don't like men. It doesn't mean I'm a lesbian. It doesn't mean you know. And I think a lot of people over the years have took their particular experiences with uh feminisms a lot a lot of people that go to the extreme because you have people that are extreme right and when you're dealing with people that are extreme people go well shut the fuck up you don't know what you're talking about and i don't agree with you and they'll take that extremist and try to apply that person's definition to all feminism and that and and to all feminists or all feminism feminists okay that's what i'm 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 saying i'm i mean to say feminist okay i won't apply that definition to all feminists when that's not actually true yeah, I think the same, like I said, I, the same thing happens with, like, say, the new Black Panthers. People will be like, oh, fuck the new Black Panthers, blah, blah, blah. But do, but, but it's like, would you say that about the Black Panthers in general, the old ones? Would you say that about, you know, because people on the service level will be like, oh, well, just fuck all black shit because the new Black Panthers, I don't like them. And it's like, I feel like people do that with feminists where it's like, fuck all feminists because I don't like some of them, so fuck them all. Mm-hmm. But on an individual level, would you call Najela Ree and be like, fuck you, fuck all your points of view, fuck what you bring to the table? Yeah. Fuck Feminist Jones, fuck, um, Dasha, fuck, uh, uh, you know, like, I, I just wonder if that's how they feel. Like, when we have a guest on as a feminist, are people really just going like, fuck this person? The whole, t- fuck everything they have to say? I don't think so. Mm-mm. I doubt it, you know, and I Me doubt too. you'd say that, you know, to their face or whatever. It's just kind of like, I don't know. That's the kind of shit I think about when we're doing the show is like, I don't feel that way about the feminists that I know. So mm-hmm. why would I, you know, there's some that I go, that person's crazy and they just happen to be a feminist. Yeah. Which you know, they are. But I don't look at it like all feminists are crazy. No, they're not. They're, Stop it. No, they're not. And and the, the thing about it is that when it comes to to calls and people that stands for that stands, you always need people on the front line. Like I might not be rah, 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 rah all the time, but there are people that need to do that. And I even you know, this one of those things where, hey, if you're fighting for my rights, I support you, whatever it is. If you fight for my rights and well, we are on one accord, I agree with you. But it's one of those things where it's strange once you like you say, when you get down to it and you be like well you 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 could be a feminist but you can't be not another goddamn thing i don't comprehend that yeah and there's like well you'll see as i read the email but like this is a long kind of drawn out conversation and like i think people forgot what was said or they had their own points they want to make so i think that's what happened to some of this stuff because like the next paragraph is on another one other historical point it was not the majority of those in power who compromised feminism's ability to expand there were white women in the history of feminism who made a specific choice not to fight for the rights of people of color or poor women. Um, for the record, we said that. Like, Karen and I both brought that up. That, like, that, uh, matter, I was, I know specifically me, I was like, um, it got to a point where certain rights were offered to white women and then they were like, oh yeah, well, fuck these other people. And that damage will never be undone. Mm-hmm. I don't think not, not in my lifetime, Money. but, but that is a lot of it where it's just like, oh, okay, I'll give my wife some rights because I'm tired of hearing her bitching at the dinner table. 
but um betty the 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 maid fuck her fuck her people and fuck her rights yep like we're not giving black people rights so why would we skip ahead and give the give fucking women rights before we give black men rights like that was the thinking of just in general so i think um uh, you know and I, I i don't i i don't think anyone would defend that as being a good thing like that oh, is terrible not. yep and like i said i brought it up so it's kind of weird to be like oh y'all historically y'all like we know you know um for instance welfare activists petition national feminist organizations to help women who were being exploited by the systems and feminism said no yeah i we know i i have I've never uh been under the um I've never been under the illusion of anything, anything else happened. And as someone who previously called myself a black feminist, and now I don't, I hate the fact that people become so combative with me when I say that it is my choice not to identify that way. It, it is. And we, and I will say this, I did definitely made a joke of calling, uh, um, Colin Chill a feminist, uh, but it re- it was just that, just a joke. Oh yeah, just, that's why we made the poll that because yeah, I just knew we it just, was, we just messing with yeah, it. Yeah, I just knew she would be like, man, fuck y'all. But yep. it, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, like honestly, I'm I'm not labeling you anything you don't want to be called. Uh, so if truth. you don't want to be uh called a feminist, feminist. I'm not gonna fucking. I I don't even know why or how people do that to be like y'all. y'all this, like honestly, to be even more of an inside joke thing, uh, Chill went on Twitter and called me a Drake fan um <laughs> the other day like a secret drake fan and uh that to me is way more offensive than me calling her a secret in the closet feminist oh so, lord <laughs> uh, and, and she never apologized so and um, you ain't gonna get one i don't need a label to advocate for women i am for black liberation i feel like it should be assumed that black women's liberation including the things that are unique to a black woman is included well is it assumed does the rest of the world assume that no they do not i mean because the, the like you mm. still got to go out into the rest of the world um no, they do not but uh um anyway but you know I, and even that black liberation i mean chill would say to that why you gotta limit yourself right like just be a human liberation person that is the argument that people could use like i I think there's nothing wrong with defining exactly what your point of view is. But apparently if you put any limits on, if you label yourself at all, you limit yourself. And therefore that's something bad about that. I don't know. I don't think anything's bad about that. Me either. The history of feminism also assumes an antagonistic relationship between women and men. Now I will say this. I noticed that uh, when Karen started talking about it, on the, when I listened to the show again, she immediately jumped to like vaginas and penises, vaginas and penises, penises versus vaginas. Mm-hmm. And it was very like, I don't think that's all feminism is. It's not. You know, and so I think, but other people will. Other people, I don't know that you don't know that or that you don't believe that. You know what I mean? That is the one of the things. It has so many broad definitions. Some people might just be like, is vaginas versus penises the end? I <laughs> know it's not that simple uh thing to talk about and it's not that cut and dry it's, it's, but you know that but for the record that like because i went back and listened to the yeah. exact start mm-hmm. that is exactly like you were like well because i have a vagina i got to do such and such and be penises gonna run the world tell me what to do and i was like ooh, <laughs> I, I, I don't i don't agree with that y'all need to write karen not me and, 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 i didn't and, say that and, and and the thing about it is that a lot of times just being a woman is just very very frustrating when you look out and you're going okay what makes you have the right and be able to dictate and pass laws and tell me what i can and cannot do and majority of the time 
women do it to women, but most, most of that conflict comes from men. And it's one of those things where you go, okay, I'm not going to deal with you telling me what to do because you think you're superior to me. And that's where a lot of the root of the issues come from is with people thinking they're superior to another group or section of, of people. Right. But even the way you just framed it, I'm saying that is to me is like, um, the, this is an assumption that the only people that think that are kind of like men. And that's, oh no, it's women like that too. Cause patriarchy is when, anyone thinks men are superior to women and should be dictating down to women. There's women that think that. Yes, there are. You know what I mean? There's men that think the opposite of that. So it's like when you start bringing up the whole penises versus vagina, there is like a lot of, I think people bring up a lot of animosity and a lot of like, because you're dealing with the historical stereotypes of feminism. And we're not, we live in a world where people have assumed certain things. I really do think that people heard that and immediately jumped to 10. Like, oh, Karen is, you know, saying this and Karen is must believe that. And I don't know that you do, but I think that people uh immediately conjured up a whole bunch of old ass arguments because, you know, we have uh, Shana writing in. I think a lot of the stuff Chill was saying um alluded to that, too, where it's just like this whole men versus women type of idea. And I, I don't think that that's really what we're promoting here. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't take it from what you were saying, but honestly, uh, I know you, so I just, I was like, okay, Karen said this thing, but I know all this background. Maybe other people here and they just assume the worst. That's true, true. You know, but, um, yeah, I don't think feminism has to be about men and women fighting. I think no, it's, it I think that's terrible that it even gets, gets, gets to, to that, that point, point where it's supposed to be men versus women and it's one of the reasons i don't bring up well penises versus vaginas because personally i don't think of feminism that way you know uh white first second wave feminists were specifically fighting for liberation from white men black women and men since slavery work side by side it doesn't make sense to me to adapt the antagonism among black people and black feminists in the 1980s did that and i think that happened to feminism's disadvantage i agree i do think that um People co-opted the let's just do what these white people did thing. And, uh, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Um, you know, and I still like in my family, like at family gatherings and stuff, I still see a lot of infighting between the men and the women. And these yes. are fam. This is family. family this members. isn't even like romantic involvements, but mm-hmm. they will argue for hours, literally yes, hours. They will. I'm looking at right like, look, it's time to go. Yeah. About the role that women and men and whose problem is what and who caused what and, it is very destructive, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, none of these women at my cookout and my family reunion would call themselves feminists either. So there's just damage that's been done between black men and women. That's generational that I don't and know. That's how That's true. Now there's something there shouldn't be a difference between women's liberation and feminism, but feminism comes with a long history and a lot of baggage, not to mention feminism is sadly tied up in a gender binary that everyone doesn't fit in. Um, and, and you know what? Um, I understand what you're saying. Like I do too. I think that a lot of people do believe that. Yes, and do. I think, but at the same time, there are women who are feminists that would disagree with you to say, I don't believe that. That's true too now. And they call themselves proudly, call themselves the feminists, but they go, I don't believe that feminism is the way you just framed it. You know what I mean? So like, that's like, I guess where you and chill are kind of being like, well, um, I want to do away with all of the, all of the label of feminism. I'm kind of like, I don't because I know, feminists that are you know good well-meaning people that don't believe 
that don't believe the, the the problematic things that that you're saying you know so i it's like i would i throw them out too do i do i now tell them they're not feminist they're something else like i don't know i don't yeah. I, I mean that's a complicated ass question that's, and i don't really want to tell them what they can and can't believe yeah and, and it's one of those things where uh, especially when it comes to labels uh people label themselves and sometimes labels are put on you and it's one of those things where uh people feel as though if you fall under for a certain label they like they just attach different things with you just like she was saying before about 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 fighting for um what civil rights and things like that it's a lot of people who have issues with that whole genre right. who would say you say that well i think this 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 that and other they automatically think al shopton they automatically think jesse jackson they automatically attach negativity to that but if somebody would tell you that you would look at them like they were crazy you go mm-hmm. well that's not everybody that's this is how feminists feel that's not everybody also, Chill asked if everybody who fights for women are, was feminist. The answer is no. Here's an example. Sorry to get all academic and personal. I'm currently writing a dissertation on black women's domestic, black women domestic workers who were labor activists. In current scholarship, they are all, they are all called feminists. But the most famous one, Claudia Jones, stated that the issues concerning black people were more important than issues concerning women of all races. She certainly advocated for women, but I would say that statement means that she is not a feminist. Well, I would say that that statement means that she's a feminist and also a black person that is for black liberation. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think you're drawing false ultimatums because of whatever history you have with feminism and the negative th- connotations that are associated with it. Um, I don't blame you because it is problematic. I Listen, this is what's funny about all this shit. I would never call myself a feminist. I don't want to be one. I don't even want to have these discussions. I don't want to argue about the shit. I just be like, this is good. This is bad. That's the funniest thing yeah, about I'm, all I'm, this. I'm flat, I'm, I don't like I the label, period. Like, it's just not my thing. At the same time, when people embrace it, I don't feel like a certain way about them. Yeah. And I feel like if I start being like, people need to do away with this, right? This, this label is bad. Fuck I, people. I you yeah. know, like, as soon as the word came up, chill was like, fuck feminists. I can't feel that way. No, I can't either. I'm because sorry. Because they serve a purpose. Just like people that write for, just like people who stand for civil rights. Just like people right. who, who stand for the NAACP and people that stand not for even, gay rights. Honestly, and though, all it's, these things. Yes. it's not even serving a purpose because it means a lot of different things yes, now. Yes, it does. So when you say serve a purpose, what do you mean by that? Because some people feel one way about it. Some people feel another. You know, Yeah, because some people some feel people like are, it serves a purpose. Some people don't. Yeah, some people are sex positive feminists and some aren't. Right, that's, I don't. True. I don't fuck with the ones that aren't sex positive. They're not my bag of tea, dog. Me like, either. Keep keep your shit. But the ones that are, I'm like, cool. I agree with that, and I hope the most successful your ass ever. Right. So true. I, so I'm I'm just I feel like I can't throw the baby out with the bathwater just to to make some type of hyperbolic statement of like fuck feminism. I don't believe that. Honestly, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, are there some feminist women that I don't like? Yes. Yes. And fuck them forever, dog. It is, mm-hmm. it's not even a, like, it's, it's not even a protective label to me. Mm-mm. It's just, there's some that I fuck with and they happen to be feminist and I would never be like, fuck y'all. They friends of the show. They're friends mm-hmm. of me personally in real life. I wouldn't be that way. I think it's a very, uh, I don't know. It's a very aggressive stance to take. Either way, I think this conversation is essential and I commend the show for having it and allow for all the contentious feelings that it brings up. And that's the problem with contemporary feminism. They aren't willing to have the hard conversations the way you had it on the show. It's more complicated than a hashtag. Keep doing what you're doing. 
Well, we will keep doing it, Shana. Hopefully no personal feelings about our retort to this email. But yeah, I, I think that the, 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 the biggest thing that I would take from all this conversation is it is messy. It's a lot of shades of gray. It's a lot of and shades Everybody of gray. doesn't even agree on the definition. No, they don't. But at the same time, I don't know how you do away with something that certain people are out there making positive differences and they call themselves feminists Mm -hmm. and i also think it's weird that that everybody keeps making these ultimatums where you're either this or you're that and you can't combine anything yeah like why can't you be a feminist and be for for, black rights and be a feminist and be for gay rights and be a feminist and be for civil rights and be a feminist and be for humanist rights and be a symbol you know and be for 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 fair labor Right. You know, you have to pick a group. Why, why should, why do I have to pick a group? I mean, maybe, I don't, but at the same time, I don't travel in these circles, so you might know more than me and you That's might, too. maybe people are really out here like making people line up and pick. I don't That's know. That's true. Like one of the reasons I avoid a lot of the political activist shit that I see on Twitter and social media is because I don't want to know their, I don't want to intertwine, uh, a whole bunch of social standing with a bunch of political beliefs and shit. Yes. You know, I noticed that a lot where people are like, I have to ride for this because so and so did this for me. Yeah. I, I won't ever be beholden to that Mm-mm. shit. Mm-mm. Yes. And, ju- and just because you have, you have, you, just because you are a feminist does not mean that you can say shit that I think is fucked up. And, you know, a lot of times people, people, like I say, have their own definition of it. And, yeah. And- I just, I don't want, no, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to be trying to fit your definition and shit like That's that true. uh and i understand like i said i understand the trepidation with the term i do too i just think there's some people that i'm like that person calls themselves a feminist but they're and and they're a really good person mm-hmm. not That's even not r- but but and yeah. they're just a person that i would fuck with i love the way they fight for things i love what they stand yes. for i love their positivity about certain things and i wouldn't want to see them i wouldn't want to offend them by being like fuck you and fuck feminism just because it sounds like some funny shit to say or just because um there's some feminist that i don't like true um muslinger writes in masculist for life rod husband's in the house finally you did it right my brother you had owen and chill back on again but you handled your business like a real husband and after it was all said and done you had the women you had the women show their true disdain for women's rights through heated debate good job big husband almighty <laughs> the only thing that i don't understand is why you let owen talk well it's hard not to and you know <laughs> he should have lost all speaking privileges when he had when he used homosexual molestation as a form of combat <laughs> okay now to get serious ish oh as much as i hate to admit i actually agree with chill's point about feminism i don't believe that any non-woman who wants to and is able to pass as a male is a feminist any non-woman who wants to and is able to pass his milk. So he doesn't believe that men can be feminists. Okay. I support women's rights wholeheartedly, but it's unfortunate that mo- like most civil rights initiatives, the changes have been used to decrease economic power amongst the middle class and middle and lower class labor force. For a purely economic perspective, feminism and other, I mean, from a purely economic perspective, feminism and other social mu- movements have been used to drive down the average household income adjusted for inflation for all U.S. citizens. You can actually track the decline in personal wealth per capita with the influx of all minority types into the w- work stream, mainstream workplace. 
which was traditionally populated by white males. Therefore, the demand for equal rights for specific minority agendas typically results in decreased wages for overall the overall 99 percent so yeah we should just nobody should ever want rights guys because it might fuck up the white people's money and people might make less money on the on the overall um are we going to talk about how have rights right so the power structure before where it was only white males that worked in the workforce was better for everybody because those white males made a lot of money Mm-hmm. that nobody else had access to and nobody else could yeah make, this right? seems like a very stupid argument but okay furthermore it has been noted that over the past decade compensation strategies for non-executive employees have been altered to accommodate the needs of women in the workplace by bolstering emotion-based incentives in the form of work-life balance initiatives i don't think that's necessarily for women no honestly. and um, a lot of, and, and, and and what does emotion base have to do with anything yeah okay these typically favor the need of the dual income household structure which was which is expanded exponentially due to the suppression of middle and lower class wage ranges to reference your example for episode 578 if you make a dollar to chill 60 cents for the same work the corporate approach is to grandfather in your one dollar salary and hire in the next male and female at 75 cent then the male would be compensated based upon his next performance review and bump to a dollar while the female's pay remains may stay stagnant or rise to meet the cost of living minimum what the okay all right in a nutshell fighting for human rights as a whole would be more beneficial to all people not just women because it forces us to reevaluate. but honestly though women are part of all people and yes they are and your same argument could be made like you said for specific minority agendas all agendas outside of white maleness are specific minority agendas yes it is so therefore you are arguing against integrating the workplace as a whole um because you feel that it would change what the wage scale would be because people might lower the wage scale since they have to start paying more people but who else's wages get but it also evens out the wage scale because there's people that are getting paid uh overpaid because through artificial methods of racism and sexism keeping other people from making money so what exactly are you advocating here you know what i mean this is what happens when you use a lot of big words but you don't like read the synopsis dog like this is so basically uh only white males should stay in the workforce Mm -hmm. and uh nobody else keep in mind this is not what chill was saying no it is not i would just like to throw out there because people write in like chill i agree with you a hundred percent then they write all this shit and it's like chill didn't say any of this no she didn't um in a nutshell fighting for human rights as a whole would be more beneficial to all people not just women because it forces us to reevaluate the entire system and cure the sickness opposed to feeding us medication to cope with the pain to quote obama aka president and chief a rising tide raises our boats Thanks for making such a good episode. I could have listened to that for another hour because y'all all had good, great points, especially Karen in the beginning of her rant. Love y'all. Peace. All right, Mudslinger. But, um, you. yeah, that, uh, I don't think that, um, your solution is that. Like, I feel like what people are forgetting, and this is the number one point that I want to make whenever these movements start, Because people keep going, well, shouldn't it just be about everyone getting equal rights? Right. Everyone agrees with that. Mm -hmm. It's just different approaches to it, right? That's right. If you walk into these businesses where all the white males have salaries, they have 401ks, they have health care, and then you say, 
I'm here for everyone to have equal rights. What incentive is there for them to help you anyway? They don't believe this shit. They're doing fine. So you actually do have to galvanize the people who don't have in order to get shit done. It's just how things work. Like, I don't know why y'all, it makes, it seems like y'all really think you can just say these things and the people that are doing all right already are going to uh, have compassion and empathy yeah. and sympathy. It don't work like that. You have to, our society is structured where nobody gives a fuck until money is affected. When money is affected or whatever resources is considered valuable effect is affected. This is when motherfuckers start looking and say, well, oh, we need to do shit about it. Right. A lot of times people don't give a fuck about your race. They don't give a fuck about your sex, especially if they are in the group. That does not, that, 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 that changing this does not directly affect them. Yeah. If I have a racist policy at my company, how are you just going to show up and be like, I'm here for all on behalf of all humans. I think you need to be a better human person. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you want me to do? That's, that's the, that's the question I want y'all to answer. Everybody that's on this humanist shit, like, when you show up to these racist places and demanding the equal same rights for everybody, what do you want them to do? Because you can't just show up saying shit without just, uh, I think y'all should, uh, pay everybody the same. Well, we don't have any black people here. We don't have any women here. We don't hire them. So we are paying all the white men the same. So get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're not white and we don't. Give right. A damn. So then what are you going to say? Because at some point, the correct at some point, you have to face the fact that the thing you're going to have to say to the power structure is this specific group and this specific group and that specific group all deserve a chance. That's what you're going to have to say. And all of y'all are avoiding that shit. At some point, you're going to have to be like, I noticed that y'all don't hire women. Because no women are going to be there. I notice y'all don't hire minorities because no minorities are there. I notice y'all don't have such and such. Now, whatever y'all want to label it, call it whatever the fuck y'all want because I don't even care anymore. But whatever y'all want to label it, if it is affecting positive change, I am there for it. Me too. Me too. Call it whatever the fuck you want. But if it's positive, I understand and I'm glad for you. Me too because somebody and needs some to be people, Some of the people in our history that have affected positive change have had the label feminist and they have accepted it and they have run with it and they have done positive things under it. I do not want to just take only the negative shit because I feel like the same thing can be done with any single movement involving humans. Yes, it can. Some people have used it to do fucked up shit. Yes, they have. I would not throw out their entire existence. I would not say fuck them and everything they stand for based off of the fact that they've done some things that i thought were problematic that's it yeah and 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 the thing about it is this people need to realize is that like i said it goes back to some of the rights and rules and regulations that they have in place now for the fact that they can't fire you because you're black somebody had to fight for that for the fact they can't fire you because you're a woman somebody had to fight for that for the fact that they can fire you know it's it's like a lot of things they have in place now not even fight no you you're already Ahead of where I'm saying, listen to what I'm saying very clearly. At some point, the office was white men only. Yes, it was. How do I get it to anything else? People are talking about equal pay, equal rights, equal. 
you didn't have access no you didn't we're starting there you guys are jumping ahead to like 2013 like why can't we discuss this no start back in fucking 1905 Ain't that tell me how you get black people in an office when you can't fucking say the word black because that will put a label on your shit you can't say the word feminist or women because that will put a label label and limit what you do how the fuck do you help anybody if you won't just be like um yeah women need to get a job here Access is everything in America. It's all, it's the only thing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're trying to help people, you're going to have to talk about groups. And if you're going to talk about groups, you're going to have labels. If you're going to have labels, some things are going to be fucked up in the name of your label. Some things are going to be fine. That's true. That's true. I just accept that. And I would not do away with a whole, a whole idea because some people are fucked up in it. That's it, man. That's it. MLK was fucking white women on the side. I would not throw away all the civil rights. That's right. You know what I mean? Like it, you know, there's some fucked up things that have happened, uh, in the name of civil rights too. You know, a lot, the black church has been involved in so much homophobia, but also so many civil rights movements. That's true too. You know, people fucked up shit happens. I just would not throw away an entire people behind this is all i'm saying man and i hope that other people will at least consider what we're saying because i'm not i'm not protecting feminism under some type of this is flawless it's helped everybody they've never fucked up and no. uh, why y'all got a problem with it i understand the problem don't want to be caught it myself maybe it's a nuanced complicated discussion but that's the fuck we do with the blackout tips Ain't so that's true there you go we talk about a lot of things that a lot of people won't want to talk about won't want to discuss don't want to bring up and and the thing is that at the end of the day and even at the end of the conversation it's one of those things where i enjoy having conversations like that but at the end cool because i've heard you and phenom talk to each other and i've been looking like is these niggas fighting and right. next thing y'all know, y'all talking about, man, you play that GTA 5, yeah, dog, and y'all go on like it ain't nothing. It's one of those things where when people have conversations now, people take things personal instead of just talking. Yeah, anyway, I had a great time Me talking too. with you about it. I've enjoyed this feedback show as frustrating as it is to have people write in and be like, I agree with Chill, name seven things she never said. Or I agree with y'all, I disagree with y'all, name some shit we didn't say. It's fine. It's just what happens. I know this is a hot button issue that just gets people timbers flaring. Yeah, it does. And makes you think of all the negative shit that has ever happened to you behind these labels. So, uh, completely understand. And more importantly, thank all of y'all that did take the time out to feedback. Yeah. Everybody that wrote in, everybody that, uh, even if you had issues with what we said, Said. issues with what she said, Mm -hmm. um, I think we can all agree it's a, one of the things we pride ourselves on the blackout tips is that we have discussions that other people will refuse to have. Yeah, run away from. Maybe it's not the most academic. Maybe it's not the neatest. Maybe it's not, uh, the most politically correct, Correct. but, um, your favorite show won't talk about it. All right, man. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Sunday, 10 a.m. Until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.